Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Shropshire Football Podcast and it's an exciting one today because it is Transfer Deadline Day. Indeed, thank you for that one James. Uh, we will get to that one in a minute though because we're going to start uh, with Shrewsbury who uh, they equalled their record for the most home league games unbeaten. They did tell you, 1-1 draw with Tranmere on Saturday. Uh, really good game, really good advert for League One football at the Greenhouse Meadows. Shrewsbury for long periods it looked like they were going to Come away with all three points and Marvin Morgan Morgan, Morgan header on the stroke of half-time from a, a Mark Wright free-kick, putting them 1-0 up. It was it was a very open second half, perhaps a little bit too open for Graham Turner's liking with his side leading. And, and Tranmere popped up with a couple of minutes to go through Akpa Akpro to, to deny Shrewsbury two points. Shrewsbury had chances plenty either side of that. They had a couple of headers late on with Asa Hall and Michael Hector being denied by brilliant saves from Tranmere's goalkeeper Owen Fon Williams. Um, and, and numerous chances before as well. Not clear-cut chances, but good opportunities. Once again, Shrewsbury played very, very well. They've, they've been excellent in all three games, as far as I'm concerned so far. That They've adjusted well to League One. They're looking a, a strong team. And there's plenty of hope for the future, as you say, the record has been equal, 31 games since I last tasted a home defeat in the league, 34 in total, which is phenomenal achievement at any level of football. And uh, yeah, they've matched the record from Graham Turner's first bed in charge back in 1978-79, so a nice little bit of symmetry there as well. Yeah, and it sounds like it was another good performance for the reserves uh, midweek. They beat Oldham 4-0, and uh, from what I hear, John Taylor was the star of the show. Yeah, John Taylor scored twice, possibly could have had even more. He was denied by Oldham's goalkeeper three or four times, and a couple of shots which just fizzed past the post. It was a good performance from the reserves. Perhaps it wasn't the strongest opposition. Oldham had a, a fairly youthful side and a couple of trialists in there as well, but you can only beat what's put in front of you, can't you, as the old football cliche goes. And uh, Shrewsbury did exactly that. There was... Strong performances from John Taylor. Aaron Will did look strong in, in, in midfield. Uh, Tom Bradshaw and Ryan Doble did well up front. So plenty of competition for places. Plenty for, for Graham Turner to ponder. I'm sure he'll go with the same team for this weekend's trip to Stevenage. But it'll be comforting for him to know that if he does have injuries, suspensions, or just wants to shuffle things around, he's got players there waiting to do it. Yeah, so you're not expecting too many changes then ahead of Stevenage. None of the none of the stars of the midweek set to pop in. I wouldn't have thought so. The first team have been doing well. There is a slight doubt over over Michael Hector. He got picked up a knee problem in training on Tuesday, and he was going to be assessed yesterday and today. If he doesn't make it, I suspect Ruben Hazel, or maybe Connor Galton, but more likely Hazel would just come straight in. But apart from that, I, don't, I think Graham Turner will just go same again. It, it, it may prompt in the reserve performance and certainly the performance of some individuals to make changes a little bit earlier if he needs to on Saturday because he knows that the likes of Taylor are in such good form. And uh, as we alluded to earlier, it is transfer deadline day. No need for a drum roll this time. <laughs> but uh, this is the time where I get to make you look a bit stupid because by the time people are listening to this, we might have already been proved right or wrong. Yeah. But um, Graham Turner's been linked with a striker this week. Are you expecting anything to happen? I wouldn't have thought so. All the signs were, I expect Graham Turner yesterday morning uh, and all the signs there were the same signs from earlier in the week that he's, he's going to draw a blank on his striker search he, he's been keen to bring one in I, I guess Ryan Doble's coming over the summer but they haven't got an out and out replacement for James Collins who's gone to, to Swindon so he has been keen to bring in a striker they've got four good options with Gornell, Morgan, Bradshaw and Double. they all offer something a little bit different so yeah a striker was on the shopping list he, he's been scouring the market both looking at loans and permanent deals, but it doesn't look like anything may happen before 11pm tonight, but we all know on transfer deadline day things can change so quickly, so let's not rule it out just yet.
Did. But sitting on the fence Thanks. there, I was going to say, you saying it's, it's unlikely means we're almost definitely going to see a glut of Absolutely. new players. <laughs> Absolutely, probably 10 signed by 11 o'clock tonight, but there we go. Indeed. And uh, moving swiftly on to Telford, uh, we've got Matt Viney here with us. And Matt, it's been a, a busy week for the Bucks as well, two games uh, over the bank holiday period. Yeah, just, just a little bit. Um, they've had arguably their best result since the club had reformed eight years ago when they beat Luton Town away from home at Kenilworth Road. Uh, quite a fair that one. Three sendings off, uh, one goal. Um, and, uh, it was a, a superb performance all round. Really, they uh, they were re- really under the cush in the second half. Um, St. Amy gave them the lead. It was his uh, second goal in two weeks. Um, fantastic defensive performance. Uh, it got a little bit fiery, shall we say, in the last thirteen minutes. Uh, Ron Henry and Dan Preston both sent off. Um, second half substitutes. Uh, they, uh, they they swapped since St Amy came off. Um, they brought on uh, Jake Reed, and he lasted probably all the sixty seconds before he was sent off for uh, allegedly leading with his arm in an aerial challenge. Um, but they they managed to hold on um, down to nine men. They managed to get the job done. Uh, fantastic three points. Um, followed it up with uh, a two-two draw against another massive club in Stockport County. Uh, much more open game. Another goal for S- uh, St Amy. Um, really looks like a fantastic signing. Um, as to uh, Leslie and Hubbins, um, I think the the big concern for Telford this season was where where were the goals going to come from, and suddenly they've got these two wingers, Leslie on the left, Hubbins on the right, who are creating chances galore. And uh, luckily, St. Amy's uh, is, is scoring for fun at the moment. They did go two one down. Um, Howler from Ryan Young um, in goal, unfortunately, um, after they got it back to one one. But they showed uh, a lot of grit to get back to to two two with uh, Ryan Valentine's header, and they uh, they really look like they've got some quality in midfield, um, perhaps more than last season. They look like they've got a bit of uh, a bit of killer instincts and a bit of cutting edge. Yeah, I mean those are two very big clubs for that division, aren't they? So um, you know you'd be more than happy with getting four points out of that. You'd have thought. Yeah, absolutely. I think on paper, you probably would have said maybe a point a point from each game would have represented a superb haul, but to to be fair, they were un- they were unfortunate not to win the game against Stockport, and to have you know to be coming away from those two games with six points, uh, with four points, and being disappointed is a superb return. Yeah, and uh, we we you mentioned the three players sent off in the Luton game, and uh, it emerged yesterday that um, Telford have been charged with failing to control their players. Is that right? Yeah, it is. Well, they both both Luton and, and Telford have been uh, they face a, a charge each of uh, failing to control the players. Um, additionally to that, Dan Preston. Um, and uh, John Shaw face uh, charge of violent conduct, an allegation of violent conduct for an incident that wasn't picked up by the referee, but apparently was caught on camera. Um, the the long and short of it, as we understand, is that if if that is that is proved to be the case, then Dan Preston, who's already serving a three match ban, could see his ban extended. Uh, and centre back is is a problematic position for Andy Simpson at the moment. He's brought Jordan Rose in, who's played fantastically well. Chris Blackburn's just come back from a back strain, and Michael Briscoe has yet to kick a ball in anger for um, the Bucks this season. Um, he had a broken nose, then he had a back injury. He's on his way back, but it, it is a problematic position. And uh, you're talking about transfer deadline day, if, if there are going to be new arrivals, I think certainly in defence, uh, that, that's one area that Andy Simpson is looking to strengthen. And this is the moment where I put you on the spot, transfer deadline day, any action? Um, he said that there, there will be business, he's looking to do some business. He, I, I think the, the main areas um, that he wants to strengthen in are, are defence and attack. I think he's got plenty of options in the middle. Um, but uh, whether, as you say, whether whether that will come off 
we don't know him. He's got a great record of getting people in at the last minute. He certainly, uh, just before the start of the season, he signed an absolute uh, a whole host of players. So uh, I, I certainly wouldn't rule it out. But there I, I you go. We've got some say. more spectacular fence sitting <laughs> in the podcast this week. This is what we like to see. Just to say, Todd, obviously with the transfer window, just for the listeners, obviously the Premier League, coming 11 o'clock tonight, that will be it for the rest of the season. Or also till January. Football league clubs and indeed conference clubs can do emergency loans from next week. So it's not a case of this is it. For the Andrews, we can start learning players again from September the 7th. Indeed. It's not, not quite as slammed shut as it is in, the, in no. the top flight. Sky Sports News don't go quite as crazy over the Football League and the uh, conferences and Premier League. Well, maybe I'll have to step up to the plate and be the <laughs> conference's very own Jim White on this one. <laughs> and Telford are off to the uh, seaside this weekend against Southport. What are their prospects looking like for that one? Uh, certainly a lot, a lot rosier than they would have been perhaps a week ago. Uh, Telford have got a, well had a very un, un, unenviable record away from home. Uh, Luton, the, the win at Luton was their first win in the league for just over a year. Um, but it's amazing what a couple of wins will do. Well, a couple of results anyway. Um, they, you arguably make them favourites now. Southport have started the season um, in, not in the best of form. They got their first win of the season on Monday against Hyde, um, who are also struggling at the moment. But Telford can go there full of confidence they've, they've played two of the biggest sides in the league they've got four points Southport you would think on paper wouldn't represent quite the same challenge but you know games aren't played on paper are they? Exactly you're not wrong there moving on to our uh, lower league roundup, and it's local derby week James Yeah there's been plenty of that this week Todd um, starting last week with Wellington Amateurs and Schiffnell in the West Midlands League Premier Division Wellington Amateurs winning at Phoenix Park 3-2 that game on Saturday. Moving on to Tuesday, there was a uh, Hormond and Wen went heads ahead in West Midlands League Division 1. Amazingly, considering we're not out of August yet, this is the return fixture. They both played on the they played each other on the start of the season and Hormond ran out 1-0 winners in a tight game at Wen. Wen got their revenge this week, 2-0 two, two winners on, on Tuesday night as they moved joint top of West Midlands League Division 1. So... Congratulations to Wem. And then we've got another one this weekend. Hormond again in Derby battle. This time even closer rivalry than Wem. They play Shrewsbury rivals Hamwood on Saturday. So that's sure to be a feisty affair, I'm sure. And plenty at stake in that game. We've both teams looking to be at the top top end of West Midlands 1. And we also have FA Vars action this weekend with Bridge North, Ellesmere, Shawbury and Schiffnell. Remember them? Yeah, tip of the tongue. Yeah, we're, we're all in FA Vars action Ellesmere on Sunday, the other three teams on Saturday hoping to, to progress through the, their first game in that national competition, which of course ends at Wembley. So plenty of action to, uh, to go and watch this weekend for football fans in Shropshire. As usual, we wish all of our teams all the very best this weekend and we'll dissect the next one, not next week, but in two weeks' time. Uh, so we'll be back then.